All right, welcome everybody to Lifestyle Medicine. We got another episode here with the awesome Neil Hennigar. So, Neil, you recently, how recently has this combo medicine come into your life? How long has the, the timeline been? Well, I started um, working with the medicine about five years ago. Okay. Uh, yeah, so and it, it, it originally was introduced to me as a complementary uh, medicine from the Amazon with ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. But that started to actually serve the medicine uh, a couple years ago and founded Combo Frog Detox and the Combo Foundation. I see. And so, uh, Neil, for the people that don't, that don't know what Combo Medicine is, I've partaken in a ceremony only twice, um, a little over a year ago. But for the people that don't know what it is, <laughs> how it works, can you just give a real broad overview of the background, what it is, where it comes from, how they harvest it, um, and just the, the background of, of what it is for the people that don't know? Absolutely. Um, the combo medicine is a medicine that's actually uh, the secretion of the phylomedusa bicolor or the giant waxy tree frog of the lower Amazonian rainforest. And the, the folklore of the medicine is that it was a gift uh, to the Kukuan or the Matzes. It's not specific what tribe, but the, the gentleman who it was gifted to uh, was an indigenous healer or a shaman, and his name was Combo. And so as the story goes, uh, his people were very sick and nothing seemed to be curing them. So he went with the, what we call the grandmother medicine or the ayahuasca, yahe uh, is another word for it. And he went into the deepest part of the Amazonian jungle. And it was in a vision there that the gift of the uh, giant waxy tree frog was given to him in, in service um, medically to, to heal his people. So that's the folklore and the origins of the combo medicine. Mm-hmm. This is a, a very unique medicine. In the vision, um, combo, the shaman, was given um, uh, a technique uh, where a small twig, which is a, a vine, was used to just just break the surface of the epidermis and open up the lymphatic system, open up these, this medicine to the, to the lymph system. Mm. And so in a combo ceremony, um, one, simp- one uh, a, a practitioner applies points to the arm, usually closest to the heart, and accessing the lymphatic system, and then a small amount of this secretion um, that is taken from the frog. Uh, by the way, the frog is not harmed in the process of, of extracting uh, this secretion. Mm-hmm. That's um, good to know. And it's interesting. Yeah, it's very, very, very important, right? Because it's, it's hard to have respect um, for the, an animal's gift if we're taking its life in the process of, sure. of, of taking its medicine. Fair enough. Um, 
And uh, so in, in, in this, in this process, the shaman, uh, or the, 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 the combo extractor calls the frog from nature and the frog literally comes out of the jungle in a response to this call and, um, and basically climbs down the tree and the shaman who has a very friendly relationship with these animals simply brings the frog over to an area and then um, goes through the process of, of extraction, which is kind of rubbing the back and taking this white milky uh, secretion from the animal and then applying it on a stick. So in, a, in the combo ceremony, we hydrate this secretion that is rich in this peptide, in these peptides, and we hydrate it with saliva, which has enzymes that activate these peptides, and then a small little this, this, this little kind of booger <laughs> is put on these points. And uh, so this is the, the ceremony and the combo medicine essentially is this process of introducing these peptides via this frog and via the, 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 the opening of the epidermis and the lymphatic system. And, and in 15 seconds, you're in it. It's, this is not a psychotropic plant. Or, or, excuse me, it's not a psychotropic um, medicine, so it's not, uh, it doesn't have any hallucin hallucinations or hallucinatory properties to it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, it is used by the indigenous people to clear what is referred to as panema, uh, or bad energy, bad luck energy, uh, which can show up in a, in, a, in a myriad of places, emotionally, mentally, um, issues with pregnancy, issues with sleeping, um, you know, spiritual issues, genetic. Mm. So this, 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 this medicine has such a, a wide variety of, of applications. Um, there was, uh, it, it first came on the set in the, um, early 1950s, um, when a, uh, a biologist, Vittorio S. Balmer, um, who was doing a lot of research on with peptides and um, signaling molecules? Uh, you might have uh, have heard of him. He actually received the Nobel Peace Prize for discovering the serotonin pathways. Oh wow, very cool. So he um, discovered this frog. And um, I had a quote from him. He said, this is a fantastic chemical cocktail with potential medical applications unequaled by any other amphibian. So wow. what, what Vittorio noticed is that here is this remarkable animal. Um, and as we know, the amphibians have this unique, um, almost... Uh, ability as an alchemist to change the environment from water to dry land to move between elemental right right and to have the adaptogenic ability to shift and change its external chemical layer and so one of the unique things about this medicine that makes it so beautiful and unadulterated um, and, and 
truly in its natural form is that the frog will not produce this these peptides in a um, in a lab or in a, um, a any basically any other space except the natural jungle that it has a symbiotic relationship with. So it's a we don't know exactly what this frog eats or what he you know um, you know bumps his butt against what plant what right. chem- what chemicals that or, yeah. or what you know what alkaloids or nutrients that this mm-hmm. frog really consumes to create these you know this diverse peptide spectrum um, so but we do know that if we take it out of its element that it no longer produces these peptides that's that point I mean everything you're saying is very interesting but that point is that's fascinating for a, a bunch of different reasons i mean I, that it spins my mind into a bunch of different directions but it does point to that it seems that the the frog definitely has a relationship with its environment and whatever it's interfacing with has a very real role in what it's producing in terms of its uh, secretions correct yeah absolutely and i think it, what is also cool about it and you know there's a couple um, there's a couple peptides that have been isolated mm-hmm. um, that have produced, um, you know, there's a peptide phylomedusin, and this is, you know, obviously from the phylomedusa bicolor being the Latin name of the frog, but the phylomedusin is, uh, creates a response in the body that um, produces a, a, a release in the body that's 40 times stronger than morphine. Wow. So... It's very interesting, and they've 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 used this medicine. There's also a a peptide <clears> that <throat> that opens up the the smooth walls of our cardiovascular systems. So wow. you know, within within seconds after applying this medicine, the the heartbeat increases as if we're running a marathon, and in our entire vascular system vasodilates, including very importantly. Um, Quite a bit of microcirculation, which is about, you know, to give, give to give your viewers a, an idea, it's about the third of the width of a thickness of a follicle of hair. And so the brain is mi- primarily microcirculation. So, I mean, within, you know, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, bam. You're in it. Your entire vascular system opens up. Your entire microcirculation to the brain and the central nervous system opens up. Blood is surging, moving, accumulating, nourishing, bringing water, nutrients, taking metabolic waste out of interstitial tissue, areas that have been atrophied, closed down, cold, you know, toxic, systemic toxemia in this body. Immediately, this the body goes through a response of activating opening and clearing um and and it's you know it, it's very powerful um in in the way but it's very interesting that nature pretty much just reserves the right to hold the medicine in a sacred way so that human beings cannot reproduce it yeah that's really interesting it keeps us hands off to a degree 
That's very interesting. Yeah, that's right. oh yeah, right. Because a lot of things we touch don't go necessarily too well, especially when with uh, when we start trying to isolate <laughs> or profit off of medicines. So there's a certain amount right. of inherent intelligence in that. Let me ask you a, a quick question. So on just kind of talking about that response in the body, uh, because what you're describing for the people that you know this is all new to some people. Yes, I mean when I had the the uh, the little, the little booger, you know, the resin, the resin booger put onto my, my uh, spots on my arm. That response that you spoke of is very real. Uh, the first thing I noticed was my heart rate just pounding very quickly. And then uh, I started to sweat, you know, and then, and then the, the nausea and all the other things hit pretty quickly. But um, can you talk a little bit more about what's happening? I mean, I, I had a, the shaman that I worked with he the way he explained it and tell me if this is you know there's language barrier sometimes but tell me if if this is accurate and then flush this out a little more he had said that essentially once that is it's put into your system right and it starts to get into the body your your body essentially the, the alarm goes off like red alert like there's something in here that uh is foreign and that could be a problem technically but um, he said that you know the body starts to, to starts to perch. It starts to detox to get to flush everything out to get this thing moving. And um, can you talk about that a little bit? Like what I know the immune system turns on, but what's what's actually happening? Is it just you know the immune system turns on and and it dumps everything because this thing is coming in? But talk about that a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. So. Um... You know, there's 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 quite a bit with regards to this. Um, you know, Peter Gorman, who, who brought the medicine. You know, besides Vittori doing the research, who was you know pretty much a a a, a mad lab scientist with you know the, the microcosm of the universe. Peter Gorman was more of a journalist who uh, in 1986 was working for Penthouse um, magazine of all of all um, positions in germ journalism, and they were doing some research on, on the Amazon uh, area and the medicines that were coming out of the Amazon medicine. So when he brought the medicine to the Department of, of Herpology to do further research um, at the Smithsonian Institute, they um, looked at this medicine, and, and, and it, was, it was originally in his book, Zappo, uh, in my soul, uh, which is the first book on the the, the combo frog, uh, he referred to it as poison, but he later corrected himself because mm -hmm. as as we have worked with this medicine, we realize that um, some some very important facts are evident. One, the frog has no natural enemies, so there's not a reason for it to produce a poison in self defense. Interesting. So this, wow. So the secretion, uh, not the poison, as it was referred to earlier, the secretion is more of a mechanism of preservation of the skin and um, regulating the internal and external environments. So when we put the medicine on the body, like you were saying, yes, the body immediately responds, but what we what we what we find is that because of these peptides not poison are bioavailable they create a response in the body that's not of 
there's an intruder, but more of that there is some unique signaling molecule peptides that are activating the body, and they're activating the body with the response of vasodilation, increase in heartbeat, dropping of blood pressure, right. uh, access to epidermis, vacating and opening. But the body, um, it, this is it's an interesting. We see this in nature, right? If if you if you go and and catch a snake that's just eaten, excuse me, he'll regurgitate. If you go to grab a frog, you know, piss on you, it'll shit on you. Mm -hmm. So what we find is that when the body comes into a foreign response or in a place of of um, of a new experience or feeling that it's coming into fight or flight, that mm -hmm. it it goes through this detoxification process where it drops its bowels, it drops what's in its stomach, mm. it drops the toxins in the organs to prepare for this last life battle, fight or flight response. Right, right. These, so these peptides have this effect and the first response in the body is that we find the opening of the vascular system, which we which makes sense, right? It's like yeah. open, open the power ways and prepare because we might have to fly. And the body responds in that way, activates the endocrine system, the immune system, and the immune system is chasing the energy through the body and just opens up and electrifies the entire system to prepare for this last line of defense. But then it's not a poison, so these peptides are getting this response in the body, but then they're bioavailable, so then they create all these other responses. I've seen where, um, and you know, I'm, I'm not making a medical proclamation here, but I've seen where a type one diabetic who uh, genetically inherited diabetes from his parents who had mutated from a lifetime of poor diet, someone a child who has never produced insulin, I've seen these peptides activate and clear genetic dispositions in the body because that they were, you know, um, not in their correct functionality. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is, this is this term gray that we hear adaptogenic. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what is adaptogenic, right? Right. I, I, these are, and we talk with Kai mm -hmm. on some of these Absolutely. Adapt, you know, Gaiostema and these, you know, Rishi and Chaga, Cordyceps and, um, you know, the, these, these medicines that have, it seems that they've got a more ancient relationship with the understanding of our systems and that to some degree when they are introduced into our system, they kind of have this checklist that they kind of go down and go, oh, this is off, this is off. Right. And to some degree that... Our consciousness is kind of sat on a bench over here with the, while this adaptogen takes over our mainframe and just says, hey, yeah. you might want this and you might want to notice that. You know, we, we right. see this a lot with the, you know, the, the atheogens of like psilocybin. Yep. It's a beautiful where we see microdosing and, and such that's happening out with Google and, and Apple and, and where this, this almost subtle intelligence that has an overview of us just kind of sits us down and just says, look at this, feel this, stretch here, drink water here, breathe here. 
have a bowel movement and then you go into a yoga position and then your bone moves and you're like how how did all that come together and so this medicine has very similar um description in the way when when it's going through the the scan of the body as an adaptogen it's it's um creating dna sequences that are making modifications in the body and it does it in a way that I've never seen. I mean, I've been working with um, a theogen since I was 15 years old. And to give you a little bit of background on myself, um, I started doing healing work um, in the Chinese field with um, acupressure and, and twi na shiatsu mm-hmm. um, at, at age 11. So um, I really started studying medicine and music and mysticism, which led me into... Um, shamanism and and how the relationship between medicine and nature, um, you know, creates a harmony. Mm-hmm. And so, so I started working with the theogens, um, you know, starting around uh, age fifteen with my father. My father was a very open um, gentleman. He was in the baby boomers description, right? Like yep. one of. He was there at Woodstock, and, yeah. and so we. I had one of those, um, you know, great parents that had this approach where where it was, hey, listen, if you would like to try something, let's approach it. Let's do a little bit of research on it, and mm-hmm. I will I will sit and hold space with you because I want you to explore in a safe way, and I also want to support you as your father. So I had this kind of foundation and this. He was a shiatsu therapist and a great builder, but he was, a, you know, to some degree, an open psycho cosmonaut, you know, one who was yeah. open to exploring, you know, the, the, yeah, the, it's a blessing. So, it's you know, a blessing that, that you had that. I mean, so many people don't get that with their folks. You know, there's, um, you know, pe- parents can be downright oppressive sometimes with how we navigate life. So the fact that you got that is amazing yeah it's a blessing for sure and i just want to interject just so the people that are listening um this term you you tossed out adaptogenic so for for those of you that don't know um you can research this online you can look but what neil's talking about um what i'm familiar with as well uh, chinese medicine has a whole classification of herbs as do other medicine traditions um, that they refer to as adaptogenic herbs these herbs are essentially they are stress regulating so if you are excess right it can pull you down Um, if you are deficient it can bring you up so when neil is talking about this this adaptogenic quality um it sounds like combo is essentially a super adaptogen in its own right it's got this really profound profile that does some pretty amazing things for the body regardless of where you are right in your in your health and your collective health standing Hope we froze up for a second. You still there? There's there is a fantastic chemical cocktail here with potential medical applications that are unequaled. I mean, this is what's interesting is when some of the research came out of the Smithsonian Institute in nineteen eighty five with Peter Gorman's work. Real trying to look at um, what this medicine didn't affect than what it did affect because it affected and changed single 
disease um, and endocrine uh, disease, anything that was dormant, autoimmune disease, anything that because and this is a, this is a you know where we start to shift on my own medical observation as I and and and, and very quickly to just to recap, I'll give you just a, a quick because I want to give every the the audience a little bit of my bio. So at 15, I started studying, you know, the indigenous um, medicine and the, and especially um, hallucinogens, mm-hmm. opening, exploring consciousness, exploring is this third dimension the only dimension, you know, working with ancestors, what about my grandparents, are they still working with me? These concepts which are known to the Native American and to the Central and South American mm-hmm. traditions these are key pieces in working in a multi-dimensional space. And, and we know that we're not just a, a mental being or a physical being. And you know, we, we see that. So you know, fast forward working into medicine and, and shamanism and going through various rite of passages, sweat lodges, um, sun dances, yaki traditions, yeah. um, Mayan traditions, you know, through all of my 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 studies and I'm a yoga practitioner, a qigong practitioner. I've have 27 modalities that I've accumulated over the last um, you know, 30 years uh, and since that time mm-hmm. and chiropractor I work with the the Cherokee bone setters and and so, you know, fast forward into this as well and then also having a medical background. I have a stem cell company, Neomatrix Medical and I've got uh, another medical software company. So I have got, I've got roots in the indigenous, and I've got you know, my head in the allopathic game. And what I see here is that Western medicine and Western lifestyle has created a condition in which the body, which is a receptive platform, is suffering from systemic toxemia. So this systemic toxemia begins, of course, in the gut, right, in the belief system, and the the Ayurvedic system, which is the Eastern Indian or the Hindu mm-hmm. medical medical system, says that the, the two indicators that your health is about to go down is one, there's a little voice that is telling you don't do that, and you do it anyways, and then two, your digestion. So we have an issue in this country, right? We have uh, <coughs> the, three, the three main food groups are meat, cheese, and bread. Meat, cheese, bread. If you look at it, most every food item is like a meat, a cheese, a bread. It's yeah. circular. It's a sandwich. It's to go. So we look at this and we have food, wheat, corn, soy, some of the main grains that are out there that are inoculated with geocytes, right? And those geocytes we know are defoliants for flora, mm-hmm. so it kills the five pounds of, of naturally occurring bacteria that we need to digest. The three strains, I believe, are acidophilus, bifilis, and bacillus. And so we have a diet here that destroys the microflora and what helps us to digest into smaller particles. And then we're not getting enough water or oxygen, so then we're dehydrated. We have bad flora, and then we wash it down with a, um, you know, a sugary drink that is super high in, in, in carbohydrates, and we, we 
we're on this high carbohydrate, high sugar potency diet existence with this emotional body that just goes up, down, up, down, up, down. Yeah. And so this condition has created this $5 trillion industry of medical sick care. And um, so we have all of these labels and specialists and, you know, these types of compartmentalization of uh, allopathic medicine and you take something like combo yeah. and, <laughs> and it, it just comes in and boom. just yeah. boom, it drops <laughs> proverbial A-bomb right. on your ass and yeah. there is no placebo effect here, right? This is not in your head. No, no, it, no. <laughs> It's definitely not. Let's let's segue into that for a second because so Neil just recently Neil was telling me he said they referred to this as the warrior's medicine. And I thought that's about as accurate as you can get because when I when combo kicks in, I mean it's not a pretty experience. It's a very raw uh, and Neil's I'm gonna have Neil flush this out even more. He has more experience, but as I mentioned before, when it goes into your body in, you know, within 10 seconds, I'd say the heart rate is pounding hard. Uh, for me, the sweats kicked in very quickly. And then these just huge waves of nausea, profound nausea, where I thought, oh my God, I feel so unbelievably sick. I mean, being sick from alcohol or anything else doesn't, it pales by comparison. It's just a really intense, god-awful nausea. And then, you know, I proceeded to puke into a bucket just profusely. I mean, I puked and I puked and I puked and, you know, my muscles cramped in my stomach from puking a little bit. And I mean, it's rough. And thank God it only lasts about 15 to 20 minutes, I think, you know, when it's really starting to settle. But yeah, talk about that a little bit, um, your experience, what you've seen, yeah. because it's rough. I mean, it's, there's, it, it's not. Yeah, pleasant. it is. <laughs> You know, it's, it's rough around the edges. Yes. And, you know, this is the thing that I have found is this universal characteristic of indigenous medicine, right? Like allopathic medicine just likes to delay. Oh, I, you know, like, and the doctors are even, they're just sitting there bullshitting us. Oh, don't worry. You can actually eat what you want. Right? So like we have this evasion, right? It's like, oh, well, I'll just take Take the long way around. I don't have to change my belief systems. Let's not be too direct. Sidestepping. Yeah, it's sidestepping, right? It's like flanking. <laughs> like, oh, no, we, yeah, you don't have to actually hit this head on, right? You know, like, I don't necessarily <clears throat> want, you know, adopt your beliefs that I need to change my diet. I, you know, I'm going to go to Weight Watchers, and it's just a slight modification so that right. we're not disrupting the comfort in the association here, you know, of the ego, right? And so indigenous medicine it just like, you know, drives a Mack truck right through all your <laughs> level. So true. <laughs> you know, so like, true, man. And just sits there and, and, you know, the person sits on, on the edge of the fire pit and, and he's like, what, what? You know, it's like, oh, go around. Oh, no, yeah, I know it's hot. And the shaman's like, no, go in to the fire. So, you know, we, we, yeah. we indigenous medicine is indeed a pathway not around, not above, not below, but directly through the flames of, of transmutation. And there's a, uh, there's a Tibetan proverb that I love, which is, God grant me the path of most resistance because it leads the quickest to enlightenment. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, right. Let us grind the gears so we can get to the nitty gritty quickly. 
and this is combo. You know, yeah, this that is, is combo. Oh my god! You just hurl yourself into the flames. Fifteen seconds. Your entire body is not even yours, and you are just sitting there on the sidelines, just like holy shit. Yeah. That moment where all of these things are taking place, and and we we drink about a liter and a half of water. Uh, in the body, because that this is a lunar medicine. This is this is this is the water that you know. If we put this medicine in a classification, we would put it, you know, elementally. It's a water medicine. Mm. The, the inga, the pingala, the rise and the fall of the fluid and the lymph. As you know, we have you know two or three times more lymph in the body than we do have blood. Right. But the rise and the fall of of the uh, water. In the body, in association with the moon and the magnetism of right. So, I love this idea that here's a medicine that can't be duplicated. Santa. It has to be in a natural, biodiverse, almost prehistoric, symbiotic. A relationship with its environment and it's it works in a way that throws you right through the fire opens the entire body like you're doing an autopsy it's just all the organs everything opens yeah and you're sitting sweating moving and and there's some interesting aspects to this right we know that the master cell for the immune system the endocrine system is the macrophage so these macrophage are kind of they're the you know like how in in matrix right there's like agent smith yeah right yeah so the the macrophage like are kind of managing all the common blood right. and right the, you know all the synovial joints and shit that gets in there or 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 a splinter if you get a splinter you'll see under a microscope it's actually the macrophage that are like moving to get it out of the body uh-huh. so They've got the the guest list with everyone that's supposed to be there in the body. Right. And when we get very sick, the body has a fever, right? So this temperature raising above this 104 degrees gives this optimum environment and creates this temperature um, sequence that the body is raising its temperature to purify the heat and to reproduce these macrophage. So... You know, in cancer patients and such, we, um, you know, we, we give a false um, kind of loading of this, oh, we have T cells and we're going to put these cells and it looks like you're really strong, right? And, and that's where a lot of cancer medicine works from. They're like, we're going to put this in you, then we're going to tear you down, then we're going to inject it back in you. But the reality is, is that the endocrine system the whole time it's not strong regardless of the T cells. We're looking for a very strong endocrine system that has the support from the macrophage to handle the maintenance and the clearing and the cleaning um, of these, you know, malignant cell formations, cancers, things like that, and all these other heavy yeah. metals and, and these things that are cr- contributing to this systemic toxic state in which these cells are continuing to mutate. So the macrophage is very important 
in this process, and it's totally left out of cancer treatment, of course, and, but in the process of working with the combo, we see that not only does this medicine dislodge um, autoimmune disease and disorders, uh, even dormant autoimmune diseases, um, the Epstein-Barr, which is, a, which is a, an endocrine dysfunction in correlation with Lyme disease, um, yeah. herpes, um, AIDS, is there's a lot of uh, white paper study with regards to combo working with AIDS. So, you know, these types of conditions where in an allopathic medical um, landscape, uh, our doctors are immune, using an immune suppression technique. Yes. So we're not going to talk about your diet. It's okay. I had a hamburger today with a Coca-Cola too. Here you go. You want you want a Coke or a diet? You know, we you just gave blood. You want a Coca-Cola? Right. Like, right. <laughs> so crazy. So, like, so crazy, you know. <laughs> you know, and so but so and and oh, you've got a, you know, you've got an an immune autoimmune disease. So we're going to use a uh, you know, a steroid or oppressive medication um, so that your auto and you, so that your immune doesn't become strong and start to fight against things right this yeah. is this belief peddling that happens in western medicine and, and in, in indigenous medicine we find just the opposite just the opposite is yep we start you on your knees and then all that stuff that's been building on your autoimmune that's been attached that's the first stuff that gets to come out and we're going deep with it. And you're going to need to create a little more resilience, a little thicker skin because it's going to get worse before it gets easier. Right. And so indigenous medicine, and that's the beauty of combo, is that within 15 seconds, the body vasodilates, opens up the entire system. The lymphatic system is the sewage system for the body. The lymph nodes, and we see mm -hmm. this with cancer and such. You know these areas, and these, you know, like what tradition, what ceremony do we have in the West that clears the lymphatic system? Nobody's taught us. Nobody. There is nothing. Maybe some no. lymphatic drain, exercise, but other than that, there is not a medicine that we ritualistically use in a way to clean the pipes. Right. And this has a beautiful effect in that capacity because within seconds the body is dumping, draining, and um, all of this blood is going through the kidneys and all of these toxins are going to the stomach. And then, as I tell people, I said, and then you feel like you have a little demon baby in your stomach because it's the solvents, the heavy metals, the toxicity, the chemicals from the, the foods that we eat, and it's all right there. And in that moment, you feel like you're poisoned. You do feel like it's a frog poison. Big because, time. Because it's actually what this, these peptides have activated the body to go through a overhaul emergency clumping of all of the organs, the organ channels, the lymphatic, the cardiovascular, the inter, t intercellular tissue, microcirculation, brain, central nervous system, everything. And this happens within minutes. It's like, yeah. oh, 
my God, what is happening to me? Neil, I hate you, Neil. It's so, it's so fast. It's so quick. That was the, the shaman that I worked with. He said, he said, he said, now look, Gray, he's like, you're going to, this is, you know, this is going to go into your bloodstream. He's like, and you're going to feel like you're going to die, but you're not going to die, but you're going to feel there's going to be a moment during this where you think you're going to die. And, and I thought, well, that's not very encouraging. But then I remember thinking, no, it's probably not going to be that bad. And sure enough, there was one point where I thought, uh oh, you know, uh oh, what's, what's happening? And then it just, you know, it kind of stays and it, it, that course rides itself. But I mean, there, there was that moment of you could, I could feel whatever was inside of me. And I'm a, I live a pretty healthy lifestyle. So, you know, I don't have any uh, demonstrative um, huge health problems, but I still felt, you know, I live here, you know, in the West, there's, there's stuff, you know, in the food, in the air. So I did feel it and it, um, it was powerful. I mean, it really, man, it knocked me for a loop and it was, uh, you know, two days back to back. I want to ask you this, Neil, um, and, and, you know, because this is all kind of intermeshes, but I want to hear your thoughts on this because I want to share a little bit of, of my experience with it and then its relation to the other aspects of ourselves. So as you're talking about this, you're going through and mentioning, you know, the science is amazing, first of all, all the things that you're talking about, what it does to the, the endocrine system, the lymphatic system, you know, what happens at the cellular level. Um, so with that, right, the human being being you know, by most traditions, mind, body, and spirit, right? And we're talking about what happens in the body. The thing that uh, I noticed very quickly, um, and I've, other people I've talked to who have partaken in combo have said very similar things, there is this trial by fire, um, almost a rite of passage tone to this, that when I went through it, it, it feels like a metaphoric war or a mini war that your body goes through there's there's a battle that's happening and it's detoxifying and it's cleansing and you're not really fighting with anybody obviously but there's something happening that's very real it's very raw and when you came out of it i remember thinking the emotional shift that was apparent very quickly right after i did it was powerful there was a my mood was definitely uplifted but there was there was something about going essentially going through something very difficult that was physically very demanding there is that you know go out to to complete a task complete it and when you come out you're like oh, i i did that i went through that i i you know there there's something about that and when i've talked to people they they've said the same thing they're like going through a very difficult process even though it's very short lived there's something in there that that's good for the human psyche right we all need resistance we all need to go through these experiences that are difficult, challenging. And when you come out, you're like, oh, I'm, I did pretty well. You know, my, I, I'm stronger than I thought I was, or there's a, there's a tone to that. So you had mentioned early on, um, when we first started talking about Panema, and that was brought up to me as well. The first time I, I, I sat with it and that idea, the way the shaman described it to me too, he says that all of the, the poor decisions that we make, you know, met, uh, physical, mental, or emotional, it's sort of like, Panema is something that builds up in the body like an energetic phlegm. It's like a almost an immaterial slime that you can't see. And then when you take the combo, it you know it just pops it out quickly and goes through that. So can you um, can you talk a little bit about yeah the emotional piece, the emotional component? Um, I know it, I've definitely read that it's good for depression. People you know when they have like depression problems, but can you talk about yeah a little bit about the spirit? You know I guess more or less of uh, what yeah. happens to the person. 
because the science is fascinating, but I just want to hit all the threads. You know, I want to hear multiple lenses. So, yeah. Sure. Um, well, you know, you had mentioned a death experience, right? And yeah. I think in the West, right, we, um, you know, it, this is a coin term, like we have this spiritual ego, like, okay, I'm going through this process. Well, in the, in the indigenous rites of passage, in the indigenous medicines, these medicines will actually, you know, destroy the false self. And, and the false self is, like you said, an accumulation of dualistic choices that have created a splintering in the psyche, uh, a separate identity, if you will, that you can fall back on. And yet the individual is governed by principles like one cannot pass through two doors at the same time. One can only pass through one door. And until then they decide they are still sitting in the hallway with their foot wedged into two doors, regardless of whether the illusion that they believe that they're moving forward or not. Right. And so indigenous medicine has this way of like hitting the nitrous and the turbo button and just blasting through, pushing you through one of those doors. And in the process, as you are hurling yourself into the very flames of the fire, the old self is destroyed right we choose an ego death over a physical death and yet in and we know this with the study of addiction right people are people are in going into a place of creating a toxic environment and perpetuating the development of this ulterior ego or this separate identity because they're looking for a reset right they're looking for a somatic nervous system reset we call it parasympathetic unwinding and peter levine who is a trauma um uh author that uh started to study the somatic nervous system of animals uh used the example of uh you know the relationship between a zebra and a lion right so in an environment where there's limited resources in the middle of you know the serengeti and it's it's not the rainy season it's the dry season oftentimes a zebra has to drink water with you know across from the very predator that you know is is designed to kill it right and so in those cases where the lion goes after the zebra the zebra goes into this what's called a fight or flight state and again the body drops everything gets ready to give its last best shot at living in, a, in an emergency situation. And if the zebra makes it through that, it will go through the sequence of parasympathetic unwinding where it, the nervous system literally shakes and, and jostles and twitches. Yeah, and, right. And, and then tomorrow it can go and, and drink at the same pond with the same lion that attacked it the day before and not be attached with fear. And so right. in right. a way, we as human beings, and this is the book, you know, that as Peter Levine's talking about this psychosomatic like work that in the West, we are constantly in this beta state, right? Do, 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 do. It's 
you know, if the Chinese said it was 10,000 things back in, you know, the period of Lao Tzu and Confucius, it's yep. like the 10 million things, right? And it's all like right here. And, <laughs> yeah, right. And constantly. So you know, true. Orally available, the infinite, you know, like. Oh, it's you a know, universe. It's, it's a universe in our hand right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's totally. Yeah, Being I know. Up, Scott, you yeah, know? And yeah. So here it is, the infinite sea of, you know, potential thought and creation that in, in the limitless, you know, uh, external, you know, world of, of materialism and things and tangible things is right there. And so we are in this place where we keep building layers on the onion until we get to this. <laughs> To this level where we are afflicted with the panema, right? And the panema is the dark, the dense, the dualistic, the things of oppositions that we haven't come and experienced fully because we haven't let the door close. We see it in relationships. We see it in, you know, um, and this is when, you know, our ego and our, um, our, our collective belief systems here in the West, in the industrial world, have become a, the driving force instead of our spiritual. And so I think really my experience has been delivering this medicine hundreds of times is that um, we have lost the ritual of truly surrendering the ego and going through a rite of passage yeah. with these you know, ancient ceremonies that are designed to put us on our fucking knees. Yeah, right. right. It's and, so humbling. That's, yeah, it's humbling as shit. Yeah. Right. And so <sighs> in, with, this, with this medicine, it's like it almost chooses the egoic death. And the thing that's different about the ayahuasca or the 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 DMT and these other Bufo Alvarez and these radical, um, you know, chemical responses in the body that create a psycho spiritual connection is that the combo does it in a way that doesn't give your mind and your imagination so much to bite into. It it really is. Primarily concentrated in the physiological, yeah, emotional yeah. body, but there is a spiritual, a psycho-spiritual cleansing and releasing. But it's almost a sleight of hand by the combo because you don't get to be involved in this, right. in this, in this, um, in this projection and an acceleration of your, you know, your your hallucinogenic experience. Right. This is on you and it's on you and your body doesn't have time. This isn't this isn't like sit down with the grandmother ayahuasca like like in the Matrix and have a conversation with the Oracle. No, this is on your shit right now. You're on your knees. You're drinking water. You're begging for your life. You're throwing up. And when you're throwing up, I mean, we're not talking about like you remember when you got drank too much tequila. We're talking about somebody turns on the valves and the floodgate opens through your mouth and afterwards you think, how in the hell could I have had that much stuff in my body? So it really ejects uh, everything out of the body. Yeah. And then in a way, 
that is difficult to describe because I know that, you know, I want to circle back onto the spiritual aspects of yeah. this, right? It's like, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? What came first, the depression, you know, or the medication right. or, or the action? Or was it the thought that created the depression, you know, being in the cul-de-sac? And so somehow the combo has a way of working on all of these dimensions of existence, the, the mental, the physiological, the, the spiritual, the genetic, right? Because people could feel like they're cursed. If your parents were 300 pounds and by the time you were old enough to express your point of view that you don't want to eat like this and you don't want to be a, a 150 pound 11 year old it's too late and you may feel like that that's a spiritual curse right and right. in alcoholism mm -hmm. is a spiritual curse people that have a predisposition genetically because of not because of their choices it would be considered a curse yeah. and in these spiritual traditions combo is one of the few medicines that removes this panema this this kind of like uh, lineal karma and responsibility to follow through where your parents and your creators, your genetic contributors messed up right? yeah. or, or didn't do the work. Mm -hmm. So this medicine is beautiful because that it clears that energy. I'll give you an example. Um, and, and this is why a lot of times this medicine is referred to as the Ganesh medicine. The, the remover of obstacles. Yeah. So I, I had a woman um, who came to me and she was married to a physician, you know, long-term relationship, 15, mm -hmm. 20 years. He was very much a, uh, you know, a very oppressive male in the old paradigm, very chauvinistic, very domineering, didn't want her to have a job. She had Lyme's disease with, uh, uh, complications into a, a few varieties of parasites wow. uh, and this you know this alone enough to drive you crazy she suffered from depression anxiety sleep deprivation uh, and she was on roughly about 13 um, pharmaceutical medicines oh my god that's rough and this was yeah this was somebody who you know <clears throat> this was not just the beginning for her she had been in this condition for nine years wow so combo was this interesting um experience well she did the first round she had never gone through anything suffered anything it was a big emotional suffering for her right yeah. she felt like it's being punished etc she had this experience we were there to support her she got very sick the next day continued so she took a day off and she continued to purge the the husband uh was very um abusive to her saying well that's why i told you you shouldn't have done this crazy you know snake oil right you know, this and this blah blah that and uh so he, he wouldn't he didn't even want to get her water and she was bedridden so she found the strength got up the next day did combo and then did her third treatment now she, in three treatments, and we're talking about this is what happened in this woman's universe in one week. She cold turkey got off of 13 medications entirely. She had no more parasites. Her Epstein-Barr was not responding at all. And 
and for all intents and purposes, the Lyme, the Epstein-Barr, and the parasites associated with the, this chronic condition were eliminated. Wow. So she got medications, she got the Lyme's disease, and all of the, the complications around it eliminated. She slept for the first time. She, you know, her entire somatic nervous system just shut down like 14 hours. When she woke up, and we did, you know, we did a little coaching. We just, you know, we 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 give a little bit around this um, when I serve this medicine. And this medicine can empower. It can it can do some it can do some feng shui and relationship. Oh, for sure, <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> because energetically, when we remove this oppressive energy, this panema, we start to notice the things that have been contributing to it. So she got off medications. She she destroyed the limes, Epstein Barr, the parasites. She purged a lot of the anger and liver and everything came out. She, for the first time in 10 years, got a job. I mean, we're talking about 10, within 10 days after this combo ceremony. It's amazing. She, 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 she took her husband, she sat him down, and you know, with that sto stone cold determined way that only a woman can transmit something, she said, you ever treat me like this again, this is what's going to happen. You understand this is the dynamic of the relationship from here on out. You know, sink, swim, you know, drown, I don't care. But this is my boundaries. This is what I'm willing to accept and the terms in which I'm willing to accept them on. You behave like that again, you're done. And so we talk about removing obstacles. Well, her obstacles were a complex situation based yeah. on... Yeah, many variables, right? Many variables. You know, repressive, you know, not feeling empowered, um, as well to like work, express herself, like feel that she's earning for herself, expressing her service. And so, you know, this is an example of how, um, you know, m kind of multidimensional the term Panema yeah. could be described and how it's difficult to describe to people the effects of combo. Right. But, you know, one thing's for sure is that relationships move out empowerment boundaries and this medicine is a medicine that is used by the hunters so the the hunters will take this medicine to clear the lymphatic system and you would think in nature the, you know the olfactory uh, awareness and the smell uh, is is one of the keenest things in nature right like you might not be able to see a jaguar a hundred feet away because it's behind some plants but if you can smell that animal you know it's there even though it's invisible right right so in nature the mates right and the yawanawa and 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 the indigenous people that work with the combo they use it to flush the lymphatic system so that the animals can't smell them in the jungle right because they're they're hunting the animals they're wanting to get close and then also um it creates a great amount of strength in the body. I mean, this is, yeah. you know, this is a little segue to, to talk about. It's like, you know, here is a medicine. Here is this frog slime, right? Yeah, that's Here's, exactly what it is. Frog slime. Here's a, here's a frog slime, right? That all of a sudden you think that you became one of the Incredibles, right? You, you, you are, you know, have this huge energy source and I've had work with weightlifters and people that are big into the gym and, and I've had this on probably six to eight 
uh, cases now where people have literally gone and done double the weight that they can. Double. I've had people run marathons and run two minutes faster, three minutes faster than they did. So it creates this, and you would imagine, right, it's like a carburetor that has, uh, you know, a bunch of gum in it, right? Right, right. Gunked up, yep. It cannot run its full capacity, and so we think of this on a neurological level, right? The axiom, the dendrite, the conductivity of the electricity is where a lot of this toxicity starts to build up and create neurological degeneration and disruption of neural pathways, which means the lights might, you know, the, the, the switch might be flicked on, but the lights are not all electrified in the body. And so right. clearing the toxicity out of the body via the lymph and everything in the organs creates a certain amount of, of energetic um, gain and strength. And so these indigenous people would use this to be able to go with no food for several days at a, a full running um, pace through the jungle so they could get to the hunting grounds and they're invisible. And then also another thing that we notice is that our eyesight, our smell, our palate, our hearing, like this frog slime it gives you superhero powers. I mean, we have this relative um, reference point. Oh, I can hear this. I can see to this degree. I can smell to this degree. I can taste the the energy or the nutrients in my food to this degree. Yeah. And after these sessions, we experience this amplification of like, what's actually going on? Now, I'm hearing three blocks away, this guy closes front door. How's that even possible, right? And you know, because there is like, you know, like, um, <clears throat> like, in so like in sonar with dolphins, right? They know there's a picture of this oh, yeah. fe field that happens in in the auditory field, in in the you know. So it's interesting that this medicine yeah. does. Yeah. Like, so no, it's it's, it's it's fascinating, man, and it it takes me back to this idea. So it got me thinking um this was one of the things that i came across with it with a couple of the qigong uh, a couple of qigong masters that i've i've encountered and one of the things did you ever meet um master joe the guy that uh, the fire palm guy yeah he stayed at my house yeah yeah he stayed he lived with us too for a couple of weeks when kai was uh, and paul and i were all living at the treehouse in santa cruz he was with us for a couple of weeks and one of the things he said was because he could you know i had read a lot of the weird qigong stuff that people could do you know in books and a lot of it you know as a as a martial artist and in the field i was like that oh, sounds like a lot of it i thought was bullshit i saw this guys do some stuff that i thought whoa that's that is not not typical that is that is unnatural and one of the things that he said was he said look only in a completely unnatural world where we're completely like clogged where we are bogged and our windshields are foggy do we see these things and think that they're you know, supernatural. He was like, "There, this isn't supernatural. This is actually your natural state. We've forgotten because things have just gotten cloudy and gunked up through through living, right? Through bad thinking habits. And it kind of makes me think about that when you're talking about this is that, yeah, it's like we have these, you know, we do have these amazing senses, but over time they degrade, right? For a, a number of different reasons. Time, age, um, emotional, you know, trauma, all these things start to bog the system down. And it's, 
it seems like when this medicine comes into the body, people get back to a clean, natural state. And that natural state is amazing. Natural, the natural human organism is an amazing instrument. I mean, it's just the, the best thing, the best tool you'll ever have is this, you know, this flesh suit is just, it's incredible. So it's amazing to hear that so much is cleaned out from 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 having this medicine come into the body. I mean, it's fascinating. I had, and I want, this is a, a question because um, a, a lot of these medicine traditions talk about the personality, right? They talk about the personality of a plant. Chinese medicine talks about it. They say conceptualize herbs as a personality, a substance as a personality. If you think of it as a personality, for one, you have gratitude. And two, you understand that they all behave differently in your body. There's, they do something different. But one of the things that happened, I believe it was the, the first day. So the first day, um, the first ceremony that I did, they put them on. They had to put a lot on me. He said my, I was resisting. I think there was internal. He said that I had a lot of internal resistance. So I had to get nine dots the first day. And it was just this like, yeah, it was it was gnarly. I was like, he just kept going. He's like, all right, well, second day I had to have 11, but it was way easier the second day. But when he when he did it, the the medicine went in and i drank all that water prior to the to the ceremony and and then i started to vomit and after the seventh or eighth purge i remember puking into the bucket and i'll never forget this when i looked into the bucket clear as day the way my the foam and, and like the the bubbles essentially the, the the vomit the way the way the picture it had in the bottom of the of the bucket was the way the foam had arranged itself was definitively a frog. I mean, it was perfectly symmetrical. It was like two blank spots with foam. It had a mouth and it even had a couple little, you know, the, the little vertical slits in the eyes. And the face, the, the frog's face was essentially floating on top of my vomit. And I remember looking at it and I, I almost asked, the guy, Majid, I was like, Majid, I was thinking like, get my phone. I got to take a picture of this, but I, but I didn't, of course, you know, but I was like, I want people to see what I'm seeing because this it's the frog. Like I'm seeing a frog's face in the bucket. And when I asked him the next, uh, the next day, I said, Majid, I saw, I said, that was the only psychedelic part of the journey. I, I thought it really felt like it was, I was seeing it. And when I asked him, he goes, oh, not the first time I've heard that. Like, not the first time. He's, he had said, like, he had heard that type of thing before where people will see something in what they've, you know, essentially vomited. But it yeah. felt like that. I, I remember thinking at the time, I thought, well, you know, it's fairly reasonable. I just took in the frog's secretions, a very personal piece of the frog. It went in and it popped back out. You know, I literally I had this image of, like, the frog going in and the frog jumping out. But that... Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what? Well, you know, it's interesting, right? Like, I, I, there's a couple things. Uh, now that we have all these like fake honey and stuff, they teach you how to like qualify it, right? And, and one of the techniques is that you add hot water, you move it around, and the honey itself will assume a natural icosahedron, like honeycomb, you know, a sacred geometric structure. So wow. here we, here we have, you know. We here we have mat the the quote unquote magic of nature, right? And as you were speaking to, um, you know, we get this 
I get this so much because that I hold a huge space for this. You know, you, you, you'll see some more if you go to combofrogdetox.com or the Combo Foundation. And that's your that's your platform, right? The Combo Frog yeah. Detox? Okay. The, com- the Combo Foundation is the non-for-profit organization, and we certify people to be able to deliver this uh, amazing medicine. And then the, com- the Combo Frog Detox is just the accumulation of research, and we're continuing the white paper studies, and just kind of like keeping up with us. And then my 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 blog on Instagram is I love my shaman. Um, and, nice. Uh, but, but we see this, man. We see this so clearly. Like one of one of my friends who was receiving the medicine, like a like a ceramic frog, and she didn't tell anybody. A ceramic. It, it could have been her landscape guys, but just random stuff. A ceramic frog ends up by her, her front door, just random. And she lives in a you know a housing association here in Boca Raton, tennis and be in in uh, in golf club. Uh, another lady like a frog literally jumps on her head. Then she's a frog on my windshield. And so like Weird. we we start to and this is not just here and there. This is like half of the people that I serve. Gray like they have a frog symbolic experience that is in their face not just on the proliferary no this is like i'm landing on your pineal gland from the front of your door okay it's so present and so i think that you know this is this is this process and the spirit of this animal right when we do take the medicine, sometimes the face and the lips can swell, right? Because yep. the lymphatic response and open up that microcirculation into the brain. And people literally look like amphibians for yes. this process. Oh my God. Bro, I so I, I have I have to Yes. I have to just interject this. So um it was a really nice nice guy that I met in this, this ceremony. There were, there were a number of us and it was a ceremony of, um, combo and ayahuasca, right? Combo in the morning, ayahuasca in the evenings. It was that pairing. So, which was great, but there was a guy, um, if he's listening to this, hello, Lokesh, the guy I met, Lokesh, who was, uh, in the ceremony, he, he, he did combo the second day and I ended up having to leave. Um, I think he did the, the morning and, and I didn't end up seeing him again. And he sent me a text message and he, I mean, he had swelled up. He's a good-looking guy, you know, nice features. And, I mean, he had, he sent me this picture, and it was hysterical. He's like, he's like, yeah, I had a little swelling, you know, and his his lips were, I mean, the guy looked, it looked like a fake CGI, you know, his, I mean, everything was just puffed up, and he had this big shit-eating grin on his face, which was hilarious, because he's like, hey, look at this, you know, like, look at this train wreck. But his face, I mean, I couldn't believe the amount of swelling, and I, I, I said to my my buddy that I was with at the time, I said he looks like a fucking frog man. Like the guy looks, he looked like a frog. It was the craziest thing. I mean, obviously it was the the reaction, but but yeah, what you're talking about I mean, it was hysterical too. It was so funny because the guy had such a good attitude yeah. about it, you know. Yeah, and it's the same thing, right? Like we real medicine is the overlaying of the technology on the host. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The over- of the technology on the host so like if, if when I do psilocybin medicine and we know the relationship between psilocybin and mushrooms in the, the natural ecosystem is that these mushrooms grow 
on the outskirts of where the extensions of the roots are from the primary forest acting as a distribution site to the secondary forest for nutrients. So we know like our lungs look like upside down trees yep. and we share gas exchange. So we know that the mushroom itself is an adaptogen and does repair on the neural pathways and creates neuroplasticity. And so when I'm in the, the medicine using those, um, using the psilocybin, I'm feeling literally, you know, electronic repair work done to, you know, the, 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 the Holland sheaths and the, 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 con the connecting points in my body. And that's why it works on depression, right? Depression yeah. is, is the, is the neurological breakdown of the pathways of happiness yeah, and, and the cul-de-sac of limitation and toxicity that leads to duality and, and the, um, you know, the emotional breakdown, just trying to go through two doors, not being able to, to do it. Right. You know? And so what we find is that this medicine in that way is like the, we call it, you, you get kissed by the frog. Right. Yeah. He said the same thing. Yeah. They use that phrase, kissed by the frog. Yeah. And I, I tell the ladies, I say, well, if you want to know what your lips are going to look like with Botox. Right. Right. So, you know, the frog comes over us, right? And the frog, this amphibian that has this, this, al this kind of like archetype of the alchemist inhabits us. And then it does its work. It goes, nope, liver's off, too much fire, too much oh, gallbladder needs to be dropped yep. in the hepatic system here. Boom, next thing you know, you're throwing up green. You're throwing up this yellow that looks like antifreeze, you know, pharmaceuticals from deep in the cellular tissue, you know, phlegm, candida, <coughs> parasites. I right. Mean, this and destroys all types of parasites, pathogens, and fungal um, infestations in the body, like almost instantaneous. <coughs> Neil, what are your thoughts? That's really interesting. Um, so it's powerful in the capacity. So, you know, I just had a quick question. <coughs> excuse me, I've had a cough for the last week. So, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, what are your thoughts on people? So when they when we talk about this swelling, right? People that are coming from this coming into this topic and hearing it from you know the outside and they're, they're coming in and hearing about this and there's going to be a knee-jerk reaction people listening to this that are going to be like oh you know it's just that's anaphylactic shock and there's a tremendous danger here what, how do you respond to that and what would you say to that and how, how do you yeah how do you address that 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 notion in relation to indigenous medicines um you know what we know about anaphylactic shock I've seen people, I had a woman, when I was in acupuncture school, I suggested she take bee pollen and I told her to take granu one granule at a time because rarely people have, uh, you know, allergic reaction. She ignored it and took three spoonfuls and she blew up, you know, same thing, just swelled. So I just want to hear your thoughts around that. So people, if they're hearing this and they're like, <gasps> you know, and they have that kind of freaked out response, just, yeah, your thoughts on that. Sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, What's interesting is that the medicine has different effects on different people, right? Mm -hmm. Again, characteristic definition of adaptogen. Um, and so 
it doesn't just happen in the 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 face, the lips, and the throat. Okay, but although that's the most common. So, for instance, a woman who has experienced, and I've done a lot of work, and a lot of women have been sexually traumatized, right? That we find like 50% of women have had some sexual trauma. Yeah, right. And, and so, um, and a lot of that affects the lower chakras, and which is right where the reproductive organs are, and, you know, the shishimna, their, their, their life, um, their, their wellspring of happiness and joy and their shakti. So what we see, too, is that the medicine will go where the trauma is. Hmm. So sometimes there's a lot of trauma to, the, to the, 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 the central nervous system, which is all, you know, the head and, mm-hmm. a lot, and, and also the lymph here. Uh-huh. If we think about it. The amylase and this is like what our first line of defense is, is the ear, the nose, and the throat. And this is, you know, kind of segues right. into like hape as well, this this jungle tobacco snuff that we use to dry out. Is that the stuff that the goes wet. up your nose? Is that the stuff that they... Yeah. We use a kerpa and you... you yeah. That's that's very intense. We did that and that was... that's Yeah. That's intense. <laughs> that's like <laughs> it's an eye-opener head blown off with a shotgun and you're like wow am i still here again another indigenous medicine that just blows you away but you know we use those medicines to dry up because we have a lot of lymphatic response in drainage issues microcirculation issues lymphatic issues glandular issues here in the in the throat in these areas so if that is swelling it's because it needs to swell it because it's opening that vasodilation is is cleaning out all the gunk and the funk and the mucus and draining it out of the uh-huh. body. Just the same way that the ovaries may swell and become inflamed. Um, mm-hmm. On my partner who had, you know, early on in age had some experience that was, you know, less than desirable. And, you know, we put the medicine on her back. And it went right to the ovaries, and she described that her ovaries were searing like coals. And it cleared all this ancestral energy and this trauma out of the body. So back to that Peter Levine, it's just yeah. this, this medicine has this beautiful ability to travel directly where your intentions or your body is needed, go right to that area, and have a... a, a specific effect and response with an area that has kept uh, your body from working um, you know on the basis of homeostasis something that's been out of alignment right we see this with like the rife machines frequency organ or toxic are not operating up frequency so this adaptogen goes right there to the organs there's a gentleman um, who serves medicine and and he was speaking about um, you know the 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 medicine going right to his genitals, and he was kind of dumbfounded, and he he, he couldn't think of anything. He's like, you know, I've never been raped, and I haven't been abusive to myself. I don't have sexual addiction issues, and there's nothing that I could understand why. But then he talked to his mother about it, and when he was four years old, the babysitter, which was a woman, mm-hmm. and usually in this country we think, oh well, you know. I can't see a woman raping a man, but it, it was a baby. And so he had stored trauma in his genitals in that area. And the combo went right there, open, cleared, repatterned, 
and then freed his energy. And so there was some energetic block that was there. So I think, you know, when we talk about anaphylactic shock and, um, you know, how this medicine works, it's unique in the way that it goes to where it needs to. But a lot of us have issues in the central nervous system in the ear, nose, throat, glandular area because this is also the first line of defense, right? There's an opening here and there's right. an opening here. And not a lot of people know, but that internal pathway is an external environment. Mm -hmm. From the mouth to the south, yeah, right? And so there's all of these microorganisms and things and mucus and stuff that pathogens, parasites that can be lodged in, in, in not necessarily um, you know, the most harmonious of environments. Yeah. And so I think when people really get a swelling up here, it's a clearing. Um, and there's, you know, which is interesting too, because I, I wanted to segue a little bit about how this medicine has a neurological application with regards to Parkinson's, mm -hmm. Alzheimer's, dementia, and um, neuropathy and radiculopathy um, that we find um, is uh, becoming an epidemic, right? We have a radical increase from, like, let's say the 70s yeah. to, to 2010. Yep. Um, that, you know, Alzheimer's and um, dementia and Parkinson's is, uh, is affecting now younger people. And literally, like, over 50% of people past this age with this particular uh, lifestyle are afflicted with this. And, um, you know, my personal understanding is that, that there is, from vaccines, from, you know, titanium dioxide and heavy metals that have been put in our deodorants, things that have been you know, specifically placed by industry and owners of the same companies as as medical organizations, right, have, have designed uh, the issue of toxemia in the physiological body of the Westerner. And so we know that the one of the characteristics of the Parkinson and the Alzheimer's is this buildup of heavy metal toxemia at the brainstem which is a neurological disruptor. Now that's, that's, the, that's the, 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 the big concentration at the source, but we also see the proliferation of these scenarios on the microcosm as well. heavy metals into areas and, and then we create neil neil can you back up just we had a freeze in the skype you know talk there can you just go back about 30 seconds so you were just saying there was a freeze the last thing you said there was something about like there was i think you said something about um yeah just kind of backtrack 30 seconds because it just froze for a second so i, I don't want to lose what you said no <clears throat> no no worries no worries um in in my personal study with you know holistic nutrition and the understanding of you know chemistry and the body and talk and, and toxic, you know, toxicology, really, yep. um, we find that in Alzheimer's and um, Parkinson's patients and dementia patients and other neurological degenerative diseases that yeah. fall in this 
category that there is a buildup of heavy metals at the brainstem, the central nervous system, right, which is, you know, obviously the controller of our nerves and ability to conduct electricity, you know, and activate motor skill response. Yep. So, so we see this and um, <clears throat> it's, it's, a, it's amazing, but there's, you know, heavy metals are a very tenacious, uh, uh, you know, uh, to, to remove from the system and we still good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so combo is one of these medicines that really, um, radically moves and shifts. And, and I think that that's another aspect about the combo is that, um, and you know, there's also, you know, I just want to make a statement. There's, there's some, um, there, there, there's some pushback from Western medicine about referring to combo as a medicine because it, because if it hasn't been, if it hasn't been labeled by the Food and Drug Administration, right, it's not a medicine. So I would say, it, you know, the combo magic. One of the things about the combo magic, uh, because yeah. we don't have an application for magic, and I like I puts wizards and you yeah. know just crazy amazing things that are that are also found in. In, in prehistoric environments, you know, like where do you get a 40 foot snake? It sounds like something of myth until you run across it in an ecosystem right. and you're like, wow, these things exist. And, you know, down there in the Amazon, mermaids and amphibious people and, you know, pink dolphins that look like quasi human, you know, and you, you have to, you have to have a big question mark above your head and say, what the fuck do we really know? You know, how far have, how far, how long has it been since we have left the forest? You know, how long have we been in this right. city with no sense? Yeah. And understanding the magic the body is just radically purge heavy metals. There was an amazing case with a dear friend of mine, and she, three, I believe. And she had dementia. And we knew there was a neurological degenerative uh, disease in her case because that it was affecting her motor skill ability and her incontinence. Um, and Western, Western medicine's uh, uh, solution was to drill into the brain and to try to relieve pressure, right? I mean, you know, this is this old... Uh, Kind of like the Spanish Inquisition. We we see this response, and um, which again builds on that creating trauma in the body as opposed to releasing it. Well, for two and a half years, she had been unresponsive. I mean, this woman's you know in her fifties, and of course, imagine her daughter very heartbroken, losing her mother, and then her mother's you know, um, you know, a, a vegetable, right. Who, yeah. You know, we're, we're having this conversation about, should I keep her alive? You know, it, you know, she's eating, eating tube and not able to control her own, um, bowels. And she, so she came to me about combo and I said, well, 
it's your mother. I can teach you how to apply it and the things to prepare for. And um, and I'm here to support you. But, you know, we kind of had to go into a living assisted home covertly, like the Jedi's, and apply <laughs> this medicine. Well, within, you know, we started small, one point for a couple sessions, then two points. Within, uh, on the fifth session, her mother actually made a full sentence in response to her daughter, fully conscious and wow. present. Um, so we also see this medicine um, having a use with um, neurological degenerative diseases uh, that have these, um, you know, like uh, very difficult and tenacious uh situations of, of, of heavy metal toxemia um, in the body and these other, look, let's face it, there's solvents, right? I mean, cancer, what is, what is, what is chemotherapy, right? Chemotherapy is a modified mustard gas chemical cocktail that is, is a solvent, right? This is an industrial solvent that was um, developed in, you know, Nazi Germany, Auschwitz, you know, Jewish concentration camps for eliminating and killing people, which incidentally was sponsored by Monsanto and Bayer. I don't know if many people out there know that those were the financiers behind those mm -hmm. concentration camps, and that's what these were used for. So, you know, this is kind of the chemo versus combo, right, conversation. Yeah. So, like, yeah. okay, you know, for those out there looking at doing chemo and, and of course, insurance, it's the only option that's covered by insurance, uh, coincidentally enough. But how do we get these solvents out of our body? You know, should they be effective at doing, um, you know, the job that they're doing? And I always tell people because my own father died of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer, um, and it was Chinese medicine that kept him alive 15 years longer. And then he made the mistake of trusting Western medicine. And as soon as he did chemo. The, the body was so toxic and pickled with these solvents that there was no way to get them out of the body. And so, you know, I, uh, I tell people with regards to chemo versus combo, you know, if you go there with these substances, you know, how, how are you going to um, clear them out of the body? Uh, yeah, it's a viable question. I mean, and it's, <clears throat> it's such a touchy subject, right? Because there's, you know, some people really gravitate towards chemo because they think it's the better move for whatever reason, right? Worldview, how they grew up. Some people think they want to go this route, right? They want to go something a little more alternative and try something, um, what you would call quote unquote more natural. I have a, I have a, um, one of my closest friends had chemo when he was a kid, you know, he was 15 in his teens when he, when he got cancer and he got cancer in a couple of different areas and he ended up, uh, getting chemo and <clears throat> he lived, he was, you know, a lot of people, the survival rate, right? After five years, a lot of people get sick after chemo and end up dying. <clears throat> but he survived and he got into Chinese medicine. He's an acupuncturist now and, and totally went the opposite way. But one of the things he said, he actually partook in a combo ceremony. Uh, mm. And I'm 37 and he's my age. We're only a couple months apart. And he said when he went through the combo ceremony, one of the first things that he noticed was he as he was puking, he said to me when we got on the phone, he said, I feel like I was puking up my chemo. He said that and he said he could. So apparently, if I remember this correctly, there was a when he would get chemo, he would get a taste in his mouth 
there was a there was a taste and a an experience that he would have in his olfactory, in the smell and taste of his mouth, that it was very indicative of of that experience. He remembered it very vividly, and he said when he was puking during the combo ceremony, he said he could taste it again. He could taste the the flavor of the chemo, whatever it was doing in his body when he was a kid. He said he felt it coming back out. So he <clears throat> he was at a place with this where he was saying that he thinks that you know the use of combo is probably going to be something that he needs to do a number of times and probably throughout his life just to continue to help that process because who knows how things get lodged into our bodies you know a lot of a lot of these medicines can you know chemo can be so incredibly hard on people yes it can you know i've seen it people survive but i mean i know a lot of people who really struggle after the fact they're never quite the same either it's so hard on the body because it kills so many things so it's interesting to hear just this other take um, of potential ways to to address, you know, these these very real life issues that we get hit with because cancer rates are high, you know, it's so much higher now. Um, it's I mean, cancer rates are through the roof. Neil, let me ask you this: <clears throat> so for people, because I've had a number of people, I've ref I've referred a couple people to you now to that just want to pick your brain. Hence, part of why I wanted to get you on the podcast and and make this information accessible, but. A number of people have asked, there's a couple of questions that, that seem to come up when they're coming for combo, right? So we talked about the anaphylactic shock piece, right? That was one of the questions that I had. So another one is age and essentially the contraindications. Some people um, that have, have reached out to me, they're like, well, I'm 70 and I'm, you know, can my old withered body take this? And then I've also had other people ask, well, like, what's the, what's the youngest age, um, you know, a kid could do could it could children do this and if children have had cancer and they want to attempt this or, or explore this as a as a supplemental you know um support in this process talk to me about ages and talk to me about contraindications a little bit um if there are any regarding combo because i think that's a relevant question probably a lot of people are wondering if they're you know people's interest has probably peaked i know when i heard about combo i was like well this sounds rough but i'd like to do it but i think it's a good question good questions to answer so age and <clears throat> yeah age and then the um the other piece yeah so you know there are a few contraindications um uh walfarin uh humidin these types of uh, um blood thinners uh, for people that have high blood pressure, usually because of their poor diet, high carbohydrate, high carbohydrate diet, and weak uh, cardiovascular um, system, lack of exercise, etc. So, if you're on a blood thinner and it's a um, it, it is a danger to come off of those blood thinners because uh, you have got um, and so that means you have basically a chronic low blood pressure medically induced low blood pressure uh, condition. That is a contraindication. Uh, if you have a, um, let's say a kidney transplant, if you have a foreign organ, if you had an organ transplant and you were on immune uh, repressive medications, that's another contraindication because that the combo recognize those immune repression as something that's not natural and forces it out of the body and then the body is also wanting to force the the foreign organ out of the body because that's not naturally in homeostasis with the with the body um, so a, a heart valve or pacemaker mm -hmm. um, any type 
of any type of industrial cardiovascular modification uh, mechanism um, is a contraindication. Um, epilepsy, uh, not if you maintain it from a from a um, like a naturopathic um, dietary standpoint, but if you run actual pharmaceuticals, again, the body and the combo um, will actually express and detoxify the accumulation of pharmaceuticals that have been repressing the epilepsy, mm. then you may have the chance of having a seizure. So uh, if you're out there and you want to do combo uh, and you are epileptic, you need to wean yourself off of medication a week before. Um, and uh, in a, as well, if you have, are you on, are you on warfarin and and Humidin, and you can get yourself off of those medications for a couple weeks and maintain through other, you know, breathing techniques, supplements, or or diet. Um, then you're then you're a candidate for a combo. Um, so just to we, just to clarify on that, Neil. So if I'm hearing this correctly, so there's a <clears throat> the people that are potentially on these pharmaceutical drugs, if they were to create a window of time prior to uh, a ceremony and were to be quote unquote clean in their bodies then this could be an opportunity for them at, at that yeah. time. Okay. And I would say, you know, proceed with caution and work with somebody that, you know, has a gentle hand with combo. You know, in your case, you're a warrior. You clearly have the background, the nutrition, the strength, the martial arts. You know, you have a warrior's heart. And so nine points for you is, you know, I, I would have not put that many on you, but your shaman probably knows you very well and knows that, you know, you needed just the right push out of your, you know, mental state because you're a mental giant, Gray, and to, <laughs> you know, hurl you over the side of the cliff. You know, he just pushed you enough, right, to get that. Yeah, process. it wasn't it wasn't working until he got those the higher points up. Yeah, for whatever reason, yeah, my body, I think it was just trying to regulate it. You know, and he's like, "Don't do that." <laughs> he's like, "Let go." Right. And surrender he's like it's a battle you can't win <laughs> you know, these, these pranic and theta healers they have you know mudras and breath different breath techniques and you know this is a place where we get to let go of all that shit yeah and, I had and to. so you know and as we as we approach combo we should approach it as if we are on the outside of the onion trying to peel layers down of toxemia yeah. through hydration through defecation through purging, through sweating and expressing via the skin. And so, you know, how do we eat a whale? One bite at a time, right? You can, when, when there has been, you know, deaths and there's been, a, you know, enough, there's been um, the amount of deaths in combo in the last thousand years I could count on one hand, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't have a lot of documented cases, but when there is documented cases, it's because of complication of toxemia, um, adrenal failure, issues with elimination, uh, dehydration, uh, you know, lack of rest, sleep. So I say to everybody out there listening to this, approach combo gently. Do a couple points. Let your body see what, see what the response is. Detoxify. Do a few more points. We, within the, within the Matze's protocol, we do three treatments within 28 days within the lunar cycle. This allows the body to recalibrate itself, to heal, to rest, to rehydrate, mm -hmm. to bring nutrients, strength. You know, this medicine will kick your ass. Big and, time. 
you know, we have respect in nature for what? Those things that can kick our ass, right? Snakes and lions and tigers and bears. Oh, yeah. We have, you know, particular respect for those things. So this medicine is one of those things that we get to clear these energies. And so be gentle. You know, in the West, we're extreme. You know, and I sometimes I see these extreme combo guys that go out into the jungle and harvest it right, you know, as a bodybuilder and put like, you know, 10 right on his chest and, and just, you know, think like, but yeah. You know, it looks good on the cinema, but the reality <laughs> is it, it, it might be a little bit much for the system, you know. It's a right. little macho, yeah. and it's not the point of this medicine. And, you know, we see a lot of that, especially if you've got addiction issues with, you know, uh, opiates and such. I'm getting ready to start um, a grant working with opiate addiction and, and working with Combo and cleaning the system. And this is the way we need to work with adaptogens is a little bit at a time. You know, yeah. so, so and, this is Neil, before you go on, cause I want to, I want you to d develop on that thread, but just go back. Cause I want to get that question about the age, um, the youngest you can, the, yeah, like young children and then the old age and then keep going about your, <clears throat> the grant. Cause I want to hear about that, but I just want to, before we get, before we start going forward again, I want to get that, that age piece in. Yeah. And, 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 the, and also to cover, you know, contraindications, the last contraindications for the women, because we know that. You know, 75% of most people that are doing combo and yoga and these types of detoxification programs are women. <clears throat> so, so ladies, do not do combo if you know that your period is going to be coming within a couple days. So we want a couple days before the moon and a couple days after the moon. Reason being is that when you approach your moon, all the blood gathers around the reproductive organs, right? And so if we have a combo ceremony in the middle of our moon, then the body vasodilates and the blood moves that's been coagulating around the reproductive organs to facilitate the shedding of the uterine layer, right? And all of a sudden, all that blood gets pulled throughout the body and it will create a more... Um, difficult mm. and painful process of detoxification if you do combo. So just wait on your moon, you know, if you're in your moon or if you, a couple days close. That that pretty much covers the list of contraindications okay, great. Um, that I know of. Now, as far as age is concerned, um, I have seen the medicine put on uh, I would say the, the youngest I've seen is 12 months. Wow. One dot, 12 months. And wow. you know, this, this is an issue, right? Because children die, right? Children die of, of uh, malaria and dengue and yellow fever and, and um, so uh, colic. And, you know, people get, the, the, the babies get sick and they're also exposed to environmental conditions that can be harsh. Um, so I've seen the medicine done. I remember when on my first trip to Peru when I started working and went down there to sit with the Matzes, this little, this little like uh, tyke, um, Peruvian kid, uh, Matzes, boy, three years old, right? He was flexing his muscles for me and showed me all of his combo dots, and I was like, wow, you know, no this, way, <laughs> yeah, three years old, and let me tell you what, that kid looked like you know, a little super human kid. 
Now, very strong, very clean, very crisp and, and attentive. Um, now, I, I personally have done the medicine on an, uh, a nine and a 10 year old, uh, a, a, a daughter and a son under the supervision of their parents and their parents participated as well. And what a beautiful thing to have these children observe their parents, go through this clearly some suffering, right? Some, yeah. Some, un, some, some, you know, uncomfortable experiences here throwing up. Nobody likes to do that. Yep. And, and then, you know, elect themselves of their own accord to, to volunteer to suffer and to purge and to and I administered Hepe and Wadapis, and and just like clockwork, I mean, three minutes, four minutes, and out came the perch. And 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 these two kids are so strong. So this medicine can be used even on you know animals. Though I'm not giving you a, a you know permission to use this on animals, but the matzes put a little bit on the dog's nose that also makes them strong and 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 cleans uh, the body. Uh, and I also want to say. Under no circumstances would I recommend blowing combo up your nose because uh, there are some combo snuffs out there, or ingesting it. Ingesting this medicine can kill you, so um, it can wow. end your life. So important that you don't do that, um, and or leave any combo if you're a combo practitioner. Anything that falls off of a person potentially, you know, you have to be mindful of that because if a pet gets a hold of it. Um, you can have an issue. But as far as the age limit, really has to do with some cardiovascular health, you know, and that's where we look at. Um, and I always will, again, you know, I don't, I don't bring in a 70-year-old and put five dots on them, right? I don't put five, five points. I'll start with a test point, a singular point. And then I'm preparing them too, right? Like, how prepared are they spiritually? Right? Mm -hmm. how, how much do these people want to sacrifice their ego and how determined are they intentionally primary are they at doing this? Why are they doing it? So the spirit behind and the intention behind it have to be good. But then I start very slowly. But, you know, I have seen 80-year-old men down in Peru that look like in their late 50s and they do combo all the time mm -hmm. um, I know Matze's elders that do combo every week religiously three points three points three points never more just three points just three points wow. because this this medicine builds strength in the endocrine system it keeps the body clean so it's mm -hmm. a maintenance, it's a maintenance medicine as well as a radical uh, clearing medicine for when there's accumulation of panema. Okay, so it so it sounds like the the <clears throat> the things to be mindful of are just the like you said the cardiovascular. If the if a person so if a person has had um, say if a person in the past has had a heart attack um, in the past, are they a candidate or is it because they've had a heart attack? It's you know they should not um, you know touch it. How does that? Again, yeah. How do you navigate you know, that? I, I would. I would. Of course, tell them to consult with their physician that I'm not a cardiologist. And then I would say, um, you know, can you run four or five miles? Mm -hmm. And can you exercise? Do you exercise? I would evaluate, you know, 
their BMI and how much accumulative weight is there on, on the vascular system, like, you know, how much extra weight, how mm-hmm. much does that heart have to make to push around blood in this body? Or is this, you know, um, a, a, a snappy guy who does, you know, uh, Bikram yoga three times a week and is, you know, sure. within 13% BMI range. And you're looking at him and, and saying, yeah, okay, he had a heart attack because maybe his diet was too rich in, in, in carbohydrates, but his diet has changed. He's mm-hmm. clear stuff. He's taken on exercise. That's a candidate for combo. But yeah. the guy who's 350 pounds on his deathbed with cancer and had a, a heart attack and a stroke and has Bell's palsy, I would say, look, clearly there's some you know, um, preliminary work that you might approach before you approach combo because you could lose weight. That's going to help your system make it easier. Right. Right. You can't change your diet. So these things, I mean, combo is um, a medicine. Uh, it's it's an it's an emergency medicine and a maintenance medicine as well. But if you haven't done the work in nutrition and exercise and other spiritual disciplines to prepare yourself, I wouldn't recommend it as the go-to uh at the beginning of your journey yeah i would you've got a little bit to go before you're prepared and ready for a rite of passage like that because if your own pain body and your 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 own ego keeps you from getting up and having the discipline to eat right and exercise then what is combo going to do for you sure and that's very reasonable and fair enough and what do you, uh, Neil, what do you think about in terms of duration and frequency? So, you know, you said some of the people that you had met in Peru, like they're weekly, right? Three three dots, you know, every week, like like clockwork. So say, you know, the average, let's take myself, the average American guy. I'm here, you know, I'm in pretty good health. Um, got my little stuff, you know, that we all have. But um, if I was if I was kind of like going to get on a plan, say, and, and, and integrate combo into my life, what would what would be a reasonable? Is there a you know is there an average? Um, is there a reasonable way to look at it? Like you know is it at the change of season? Is it um, you know how, how do you what what would you kind of suggest in terms of that? I think a good universal and and again like taking the consideration because you know uh, if you find a medical if you can't find a combo frog detox. Uh, practitioner out there because we're just now starting to get our practitioners and our training out there um you want to find somebody who really sits with you and does an interview with you i mean a medical intake in this situation yeah still there bud oh yeah i was just listening yeah but i'm with you you still there did i freeze up on you yeah i'm here okay go okay yeah sometimes it happens with streaming it just you know there's those freeze moments (laughs) It's all good. So I was I was saying that make sure that you find a medical uh, a combo practitioner who does a medical intake, uh-huh. who looks at a lot of things. And with your medical intake, besides your low left quadratus issue and some <laughs> things I can see in your field and you know, <laughs> kidney, I would say like you know you're for all intents and purposes a very healthy thirty seven year old, well balanced, good chi, good shen good jing, everything's really there, good strength, foundation, your head space is in right, you know, you're a warrior, you're willing to, you know, sacrifice the ego and go through these rite of passages. So for you, I would say 
quarterly. Mm-hmm. Every three months, I would recommend going through uh, at least one session or a series of three sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, another person, I might say, um, well, we've got a complication. We've got some issues. I'm 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 treating a, a gentleman who's got some kidney failure issues and, and some real issues. So I would suggest doing ten sessions with him over three months. Oh, I see. So it it is like we myself as a a combo practitioner. Um, you know, I wouldn't say that I'm a master practitioner, but because I've got a medical background and an understanding of indigenous medicine and have served. You know, hundreds of people, I can kind of get a gist of where I would put the person in, 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 the, in the protocol. And, you know, when a person has really experienced a change in their sleep pattern, their diet, their awareness, because this medicine will change what you eat. It yeah. will change the way, you know, you're not going to go from a three-day combo ceremony and go to Taco Bell. The, the energy mm-hmm. and chemicals that are in present are, are going to be a red flag for the body. The body's going to go, what are you doing? You don't want that. Get that out of your space. And so you're not going to want that. So, you know, somebody that needs to go through a protocol, um, you know, is going to be experiencing different changes in their life and they need some time for that gestation and, and transformation um, mm-hmm. to, to occur. In other cases, if we're, let's say, um, working with a cancer patient, um, I'm or AIDS or herpes, um, something that is tenacious and, and aggressive, right? Then I would I would say fasting, you know, and maybe just an occasional like super phytonutrient right. like spirulina, but mostly a liquid diet with with you know high high in its nutrient content, but low in its in its in its roughage and its digestive fiber and, and and mass and then I would say heavy on the water and then let's do consecutive combo building up so I've seen combo done there's a warriors initiation um, it's it's a you know there's a couple ones that I've heard there's a hundred point combo protocol that's done in the process so you go in waves a hundred points. A hundred points at various points of the body, bro. And then I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't even deal with that number. That's just like a hundred points. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know oh, the same as you started for sure. <laughs> and, uh, there, there's uh, the there's another group um, that does you know like three sessions within one day, and in this case, the gentleman from Psychedelic Times, I forget his name, but uh, he did six points nine points and 11 points within a six hour period. And so, you know, we know that the way the peptides, uh, because they're bioavailable, the ways they affect the body is that um, the body absorbs what it can. And then it can't absorb anymore. And it does what it needs with the peptides that it has. And, uh, you know, there's, we're going to talk a little bit about frog sleep this when people pass out on combo uh but but because of this bioavailability in in cancer patients and such and in let's say lymphedema and aids and herpes in in areas that we're going deeper into 
the endocrine or into the cellular biology, trying to get the medicine deep, deep, deep where those things are latched on, um, we put a concentration of that medicine and we keep the gut clean so as to transfer energy and not put too much on the liver to create all the enzymes for mm -hmm. digestion. And you know, we keep things strong and clean with pure energy like spirulina and blue-green algae, chlorella, and things like that, but then really uh, redirecting uh, more of the energy to elimination in the body. And then we can, so I think it is to answer the question on a general level for someone who's healthy, who's just using it for the spiritual and mental and um, strengthening, um, you know, um, capacity that quarterly is good. We're starting to see as I'm down in Miami and I'm getting with these, you know, millionaires and billionaires and they're like, man, Neil, like what, you know, I'm on this, I'm on doing micro dosing, like what's the next level to get me into this theta state, right? And of course we know, like we can only activate the amount of circuitry that we have. And so if anything is blocking, that's blocking your, your potential um, mm -hmm. you know, activation of what you can pull from. And so we know toxemia will do that. So I'm saying combo, you know, and these guys are doing this combo and it's, right dropping them into this deep theta, you know, state where everything is just connected and they're in this flow state yeah. because their body's clear of the toxin. They're <clears throat> with Rishi and they're doing meditation and they're exercising and, you know, all of these things and they're killing it, right? They're just crushing their, the, their goals and, and law of attraction. Um, but, you know, so each person's different. I think your combo practitioner should really take uh, a real specific intake and spend some time with you. Uh, so that's a good, yeah, so that's a good thing to, I think, for people that they're, I mean, because these are questions that I've had, you know, and people that have come to me and I'm like, I just don't know, you know, you got to talk to Neil. <laughs> but um, yeah. so it sounds like if we were to do like a real baseline, quick bullet point checklist, you know, what you're looking for in a practitioner, one is they, they do an intake, right? Um, two is that they are, you know, from, they, they've been certified essentially, Right, they've been they've gone through some kind of training, um, and this and then is there a, what's the third is there a third piece to that that they're um, they they slow, start slow it sounds like that they're they're yeah. judicious yeah. in their I would, I would also make sure that those practitioners you know have served hundreds of people right um, if they don't have a release a medical release form um, that's there that takes into consideration your your medical background drugs that you're taking if they're not answering. Um, you know, um, discover if they're not asking discovery questions about your background and understanding. And, and this isn't, this is an issue. And, you know, I've seen this with a lot of indigenous people that come to the States. I mean, no release form, no asking of the questions. And this is where they just jump in. I am, I am kind of this world bridger with, you know, my roots in the indigenous, but my understanding of the allopathic and the medical one. So I have a, you know, um, non-culturally attached position as, as a, you know, an, an overseer who has a, a multi-dimensional comprehensive approach to how to deliver this medicine because, uh, you know, indigenous people won't ask the question. And, and I talked with one gentleman who offers ceremonies um, in, in Orlando, and I said, well, what about an organ transplant or someone with cardiovascular diseases? He's like, I'm a serve him combo. I said, you could kill him. You know, 
and 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 in those situations, I think that I would also be wary from an indigenous standpoint that you don't have a comprehensive enough um, practitioner that has a medical background or, or or understands the importance of right. you know what's happening in the West here with the condition of the body and drugs and pharmaceuticals and the, and how they affect them. So right, right, the, the, right. The Western the Western body is not particularly tough. I mean, these days, collectively, you know, if you look at the unhealthy demographic of America, we're not as resilient uh, as an organism as we once were. People are not, they're not super and, strong. So that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. And, and another reason to start slow, right? To, to, yeah, to go start. slow. You know, it's the way we clean a mirror, right? A little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. And then we step back. Yeah. And we look, okay, missed that spot. And right. a little bit of, so that, you know, from an indigenous standpoint, I've seen a real red flag with the lack of medical understanding of the Western condition. Uh -huh. So if, if you're going to sit with somebody who is um, going underneath the brand of, well, I'm not certified from an organization. I'm, I'm the, quote unquote, the indigenous, this is my family's medicine. These are my, this is my people's medicine. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest getting information and making sure that they understand your medical condition that um, if there is any complications, what drugs you are to take, what what preparations that you need to make to really be in the best place to receive the medicine. Um, on the other spectrum, we are starting to see, you know, which is one of the reasons I established the Combo Foundation and in, in preservation of the frog and certification, working with the indigenous, but also uh, you know, the allopathic medical and a good comprehensive training program is because now people are going combo crazy, right? Yeah. You can get combo on eBay and, you know, is it combo? Is it aloe vera on a stick? How do I know with the frog? Was it, you know, you can buy it on eBay. You can buy it on eBay. Oh. And, and so, you know, like <laughs> this is, you know, the, homog the homogenization of, you know, indigenous medicine, right? So here we are. And then now, you know, there was a, there was a gentleman uh, last week that a person died in complications with not really because of combo, more because of neglect and lack of water. They went out to Peru. They had AIDS. Then they got Girardia from the food. They had lack of water. They did combo. Then they got sepsis. The Girardia turned to sepsis. And they died from a complication of that. It really wasn't the combo. But I think um, the other thing is there's, you know, there's the, 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 first, the first organization was the IKAP, International Combo Association of Practitioners. And this is a group that essentially offers certifications um, and it's a few combo practitioners that have put together the first course, and it's the one that most people have utilized, but I have not really seen very um, comprehensive experienced practitioners come out of that program. There's a couple um, that are out there. Um, uh, there's a couple in San Diego that I recommended mm -hmm. to you, yep. San Francisco, Caitlin Thomas, and the different people that are have a medical background is what I would look to first. People that are, yeah. let's say, acupuncture, chiropractic, and maybe like holistic medicine, and they're adding this to their repertoire of skills that they're right. bringing. Right. That, that would be someone, I, because that, what happens is, you know, every Reiki, <laughs> Reiki therapist and Theta healer, breatharians 
are getting combo certified with a program that is a you know a week to ten days and you know how many sessions have you done how much have you done it yourself like this is a medicine where I would look to those Western practitioners and make sure this is somebody that has an online presence a very good medical intake disposition with each client um, is holding a very safe space they personally personify the health and the integrity around the medicine and you can see on their Instagram or their website that this person has served hundreds of people Um, that's a good person because that person is not in it for the money because I think there is a bit of a um, a mad dash to the bank with indigenous medicine as we realize the deficiency and the need yeah. for indigenous rite of passage through yep. ayahuasca, combo, San Pedro, all these medicines. And, the, you know, typical Western capitalists look at it and say, well, I'm going to make a fortune on combo. You know, I right. can do the right here. It's the likely it's the likely game and story that happens all too often. Yeah, and so you yeah. know things to way looking for a practitioner there. No, that's really good. Well, Neil, as we as we close out here and just kind of wrap all of this up, everything we've taught, we've hit on a lot of different things. But is there anything else that you would like to interject or leave us with? Um, you know, as you're talking to the people that are listening to this, is there any other you know final point that you want to yeah touch on or make regarding just the dissemination of combo, the application? Is there anything else that's that's on your mind? Yeah, and to and to let you know too, Gray, I do have a little bit more time. If you have some additional questions, there's no problem. I'm I, I I'm I'm broadcasting from a different space, um, and so we didn't have any time constraints here. Um, well, I think you know, combo is a very powerful medicine, and it is a very transformative medicine. Um, I want to say to like my brothers and sisters out there that are doing this deep work in um, transforming sometimes the, you know, the ancestral line and all of the transformation that's happened in 2018 and just the changes that have just seemingly are just like almost week after week, like what I'm experiencing this this week, like I can't believe after last week, it's like really, and what's next week going to be like? So this kind of acceleration of tenacious transformation, you know, get out there and do combo. This is a medicine that can reset all of these things and remove, um, you know, the, the fear, um, because there is a certain fear that can accumulate with either depression or anxiety. And we know, you know, this as a TCM practitioner shows up in the kidneys, shows up in the liver. This is digestion, elimination. Next thing you know, we have binding, you know, in our, and we're we're not emotionally, energetically, you know, physically digesting and eliminating, and and then you know you have toxemia, and so like get out there and use combo as a way of fighting back against your own fear, um, because that this medicine will remove the obstacle, and remarkably enough, a lot of times that obstacle is you. Yeah. <laughs> Well said. <laughs> well said, amigo. Um, <clears throat> well, 
I, you know, unfortunately, I have to shift gears because I've got a little two-year-old running around in my house oh, right now. But I do have one last question, and then we'll we'll, we'll close out here. Um, so, in its regards, it's in regards to the use of uh, combo synergistically with with ayahuasca. So, the um, <clears throat> just to give context, so you understand the question, and then you know you can answer this. When I the, the ceremony that I sat with was like I said, it was combo in the morning, um, ayahuasca in the evening through the night following morning combo again and then ayahuasca ceremony again and so when i when the first day you know the combo did the ceremony had a lot of resistance my body was trying to regulate it and i was trying to use every breathing technique i had to keep my body from going through whatever it was doing um but then i i you know purged had my thing sat with ayahuasca um the following day i sat with i or with the the combo it was a much easier process. It was still difficult, but I, I didn't resist. I purged faster. It was just a lot more smooth in that regard. And then that night, I took less ayahuasca and had a stronger experience. I had a the, the intense the intensity of the experience was ratcheted up. And the shaman that I was working with said actually he said the combo sort of clears your palate and gets you a little more receptive uh, for the ayahuasca. And he said that these two were used synergistically they go they, they pair very well together so just if you can talk about that a little bit you know um why is that uh has it always been like that or is that just sort of a new formula that's come up in recent times but a little bit about that and then we'll you know we'll, we'll call it call it a day okay um yeah absolutely uh it has always been like that okay uh, and because um what will keep you from having a deep experience with ayahuasca, yahe, grandmother, right, uh, is, <coughs> is panema, right, thought, you know, um, trying to prepare, trying to block, trying to breathe, trying to control. Um, and so, uh, as well, remember in the beginning of this interview, the, the ayahuasca, the grandmother, the pachimama, is the one who gifted the frog. So they are intertwined in their spiritual connection as the frog comes from the forest, which is, you know, the vine, the vine of the souls, right. the ayahuasca. Uh, it, is, it is produced, you know, the frog is produced in the forest. So she, it is a gift with the grandmother medicine, and so it works in correlation well with that. And when people do ayahuasca, and don't have a purge, or don't have an experience, or don't have a connection. It's because, again, of toxemia in the body. They're not. It's not able to get to the depth that can allow the person to release into a natural state, <clears throat> and the DMT to to proliferate um, into mm -hmm. it. So yeah, the, the combo and the ayahuasca. And I had used, you know, either before or after. Um, but it is um, work. It does work in conjunction very well. Um, synergistic, and, and yeah. Synergistically, so um, yeah. And and there's some more information <coughs> out there about that. I mean, we cover on some of the articles in uh, combofrogdetox.com, and we have a combo. You know, if you guys are out on Facebook as well, we've got a combo frog detox page, and then we've got a combo frog detox research group. Great. You can get into, and <coughs> we cover a lot of these questions. Um, so if you guys are thinking about combo or looking at for a practitioner or any of that, and you have questions, we always get back to you within a day. And um, we have a lot of people that you know have questions about it, and, and other um, 
other people that have done combo a lot of times some good feedback you know that authentic right. feedback is really nice in in uh, in the community um and uh yeah i wanted to uh um also talk to you about <coughs> excuse me your, if, sorry if you, no no worries if you're looking at um being certified uh the combo foundation uh we're setting up a certify a, 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 a certification program that's very comprehensive with um, indigenous healers, as well as myself teaching and a, another botanist and someone who is actually um, paired with the, the, the author of The Shaman's Apprentice. So good, good roots, and I think a good team is where it's at. But if you're looking at that too, um, you know, remember, you want a good training and a lot of experience, like a massage therapist, right? That's why they right. call it a practice. You're not really a good therapist until you've done a thousand massages. And experience, then, yeah. Yeah, so you know, keeping the ego in check and really coming from from a good um, you know pathway. So yeah, and and just um, you know, shout out to my brother Kai Van Bodie with Pathway of Power out there, and just you know, miss you guys and just appreciate. It. And and I'm open too to travel now. I'm I'm open. Very cool. Um, if you guys have a ceremony and you can get ten people together, you know, and and usually an average fee is, you know, the the universal fee for combo is about one hundred and fifty dollars. Um, for a session that's a group session and around $350 uh, to $300 for a three uh, series that's three uh, treatments we call it an inoculation so that's kind of the price point out there great um, well, that's a that's a good point I, sh I should have asked that so thank you for for mentioning that and so Neil just to recap if people want to find you Neil Hennigar is your name uh, combofrogdetox.com is your your platform and then you have a facebook page under the same name correct yeah and on instagram i love my shaman i love my shaman all right cool <laughs> love that. And, uh, you know and if you guys want if anybody really wants to um pull together groups if you guys want to get a group together in san diego or something like that i'll i fly out we've got a place in peru uh that we're building uh the temple of the amazon 50 beautiful acres on the amazon working with the indigenous people oh, so beautiful. we do have roots you know in the indigenous but you know it's like remember you when you approach this medicine you know we add the the comprehensive aspects to the indigenous people and the indigenous people remind us of the roots and the magic of nature to recalibrate our system and to get us back into homeostasis so you know do your work and we're here for you but it was super awesome to see you bro yes love, love you man i love you too man thank you for doing this i really appreciate um, I appreciate what you're doing. I think people need it. I mean, the, the scope of this and the topic, I mean, it's, it's in its infancy in the West, but I think it's just a, it's a cool place to be and where you're positioned is great. And I think a lot of people are going to, going to benefit from it. So thank you for all that you're doing, man. I appreciate it. Likewise, man. And thanks for, yeah. And thank you for doing, you know, the educational piece and, and, um, you know, putting together these, these uh inf informational uh blogs and and this 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 show so you guys stay tuned with gray out there and follow him i love the last episode too so cool man well, thank you absolutely brother you guys have a great time all right thanks so much neil take care man bye-bye